Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support our show. I am so glad that I found Buzzsprout and was lucky enough to start with them. They've been so instrumental in helping me grow That Girl the Podcast. I love that I can look at my stats anytime, anywhere, and know exactly how I'm doing. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Chapter 17. Tracks. I go home later that day to come up with some song ideas and hooks I can use for an upcoming writing session with Brady, a producer I've been getting to know at Hotel Cafe. He's been writing and producing with a lot of up-and-comers in town, and I figured it'd be a good chance to get in with him. Ryan knows him well and helps solidify the session that night we met. That night, Brady was surrounded by wannabe singers as he drank a bourbon and pretended to look completely unaware of the attention. He's a total heartthrob, and he knows it. I think he's adorable, as I do with all 20-something men. But these days, I'm more interested in him as a collaborator. Besides, my new boyfriend is so much cuter, because he's not an asshole. I take a break and text to thank him for helping me pin down Brady for tonight. You're amazing. A few minutes later, Ryan writes back. I know, but for what this time? Brady and I are going to write tonight, and that would never have happened if you hadn't been there with me. You're very welcome, always trying to help. And, for the record, I have no doubt that you would have been perfectly able to reel him in on your own. He's probably intimidated to work with you. If you haven't caught on, you're kind of the shit. I can practically see the smirk on his face, knowing that he, in some ways, can play musical god when given the right opportunity. I'm gonna half believe you, I text. Tell me how it goes when you're done, XO. I drive over to Brady's studio in North Hollywood later that afternoon. There's an old joke between musicians. What's the quickest way to move to the valley? Marry a musician. Many married musicians live in the valley, and many, many divorced ones do as well. And I've dated most of them. I pull out my phone and text Brady that I'm here. Looking at the front door to the studio, it looks exactly how it should. Old and uninviting. The door is metal and banged up. The building hardly looks like a studio. North Hollywood is the home to a ton of recording studios. Its buildings are a little grimy, which make for a nice facade when you're housing millions of dollars worth of equipment in them. They're hardly what you'd imagine huge artists spending time in recording. As I wait for him to come to the door, I feel myself starting to get nervous. I know I shouldn't, but something in me feels uneasy. They're just nerves, I tell myself. The door starts to unlock and swings open. Brady shoots me a big smile and hugs me. Did you find it all right? He asks, motioning for me to walk in. Yeah, no problem. The studio is much bigger inside than it looks from the outside. There's natural wood lining the walls for sound, with a variety of different instruments lying everywhere. It also has that studio smell, a mix of hot equipment and coffee. In it is a large mixing console, a Pro Tools session queued up on his computer, and a black leather couch. Typical. 
I sit down on the couch. This is a gorgeous studio. Is it all yours? Most of the time, I share it with a couple of other people when they need it, but it's mostly me. He says, sitting in a black leather chair in front of the console. Can I get you anything to drink? I'm good for now. I smile, still looking around mesmerized. I look at Brady. We're practically wearing the same unisex outfit of jeans, a flannel, and a black leather jacket. He leans back in his chair. So, tell me about yourself. I laugh nervously. Um, what would you like to know? I ask, clasping my hands together. Why you're not an artist when you're so pretty? You're probably all of, I'm guessing, 22? He crosses his arms in front of his chest, sizing me up. I roll my eyes at him. Well, for one, I'm not 22. 23? He asks cutely. I laugh at him. Let's just say I'm past pop star age, I say, trying to sound more sarcastic than shrill. Okay, well, I'm just going to assume you're my age then, he says, smiling to reassure me. And what age are you? 29, he says, leaning back into his chair confidently. I laugh in my head at this. Yep, me too, I say, throwing my arms up. He grabs a pen and starts playing with it in one hand. You're probably wondering when your career is going to take off. I laugh. (laughs) Oh, I stopped wondering that a long time ago. He laughs at this and we smile at each other. Him smugly and me politely. Hey, did you write with Dan Abrams? I did. Well, then you're doing great. I wouldn't worry about anything. This kid. This kid is telling me that I shouldn't worry. I know he's done some stuff, and mind you, I've just begun to do some stuff too, but there's something about this kid telling me that I'm going to be alright that totally kills me. Who else have you worked with? He asks. Um, I have a song on a country singer's record, but I'm sure you don't listen to country. No, I totally do. Who is it? I look at him, wondering if this is true or not, and say hesitantly, Her name is Shayla? He laughs and crosses his arms into his belly. That's like the one artist I know. My friend is her guitarist. He has a song on her new record. I stop and stare at him and ask hesitantly, Do you mean Ezra? Yeah. Do you know him? Yeah. We've written together. We wrote the song Fall For You for her record. Right. That's the one. He looks at me confused. But you couldn't have... Ezra wrote that song alone. I tell Brady that something important came up and that I have to leave. Of course, like any 20-something boy, he assumes that it has to do with him. No doubt, he might think that his presence is too much for me to handle, and I feel intimidated by him. I'll admit that in the past that may have been true. I may have felt completely intimidated and had a hard time being with him in his very cool studio, even if it's only his some of the time. But now, I have to go. Because I have some actual shit that is bigger than his measly ego to deal with. I walk outside and see the last bit of sunlight shining through the trees. We're coming into our Indian summer, which is LA's fall. The leaves turn, but the temperature goes up and it feels like summer all over again. As I drive away from the studio, I can barely control myself. I'm furious at myself for being so stupid for being so naive and for letting some asshole writer guy in his stupid, charming southern accent make me believe that he cared about me. But most of all, that he stole my song away. 
I call Ryan. What's up? I can't talk for long. I have a meeting I have to run into. He stole my song, I say hysterical. What? Who? Brady? No, Ezra. Brady knows him and told me that he's taken our song and sold it to Shayla as his own. I'm not a part of it at all, I say, starting to cry. Calm down. Hold on. He covers the phone, but I can hear him ask his secretary if he can push his meeting for another five minutes. He comes back on. Okay, listen to me. Do you have any proof of your writing with him? Texts, recordings, anything? I have some texts, but not many. He always called me. Who calls anyone anymore? I say, angry tears running down my face. What about scratch vocals or guitar? Did you make a demo of the song? Yes, I sent him that. I should still have that. I say, starting to calm down. Okay, go home and check your computer. Send me what you have and I'll take care of this for you. Thank you, Ryan. You were so right. I never should have trusted that asshole. Hey guys, did you know that for $5 a month, you can help support That Girl the Podcast on our new Patreon page? You'll get access to bonus podcast episodes only seen on Patreon, bonus footage on current episodes, Q&As, and everyone's favorite, bloopers, and so much more. Because That Girl doesn't have sponsors, you'd be our sponsor. With $5 a month, you can help me keep making the podcast. To sign up, go to patreon.com forward slash that girl the podcast.